Hey everybody, you're listening to the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm Key. And I'm Lily. We've been together for seven years in a relationship style we call monogamish. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to build a stronger relationship with your partner, create healthy boundaries, and communicate honestly. We're going to help you have fun, safe, sexy adventures and have the best threesomes of your life. Ready? Here we go. You. Before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to tell you that the How to Have Threesomes video course is now open for enrollment. We have spent years working on this project and are so, so excited to share it with you. In this course, we teach you all of our secrets for finding your ideal unicorn, from navigating dating apps and play parties to forming connections with friends and with professionals. Regardless of your experience level, this video course is full of actionable tips, tricks, and worksheets, like the needs list, kinky questionnaire, and what makes a high-converting Tinder bio. We show you how to express your deepest desires without destroying a relationship, plus how to maintain excitement with your partner. If you want to have the best threesomes of your life, this is the video course for you. We are now also offering coaching for people who want that individual attention. Some of the best money we ever spent was on a professional to help guide us through our challenging times. And not every therapist is trained to navigate non-monogamy, so if you and your partner want some extra support in these tricky situations, we're here for you guys. Another thing that we're offering is a sexy getaway. Come and spend a week with us on a tropical island. We're going to take you on some amazing experiences like hiking waterfalls, partner acro, fire dancing, and some crazy party nights. We've also teamed up with experts to bring you workshops in Tantra, Shibari, trust building, and pickup. Plus, personalized photo shoots to show off the best version of yourself online. By the end of the retreat, you'll be more confident, have a better connection with your partner, and a deeper understanding of your desires. This retreat will be a bunch of wild and sexy times, and we're stoked to bring you guys out here. We're offering the video course and the coaching on teachable.com. If you want more details about the couples retreat, we have a form you can fill out. All the links will be available in the show notes or on the How to Have Threesomes Instagram. You guys are also welcome to reach out to us directly for coaching or anything else you might need. And now, back to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you so much for your patience. I know we've been gone for a long time, but it was well worth the wait. Trust me, we are in Japan right now, and we have some crazy stories for you guys. So first off, Happy New Year's. Obviously, I am Lily. Key is here. We also have our friend Dakota, uh, who is exploring Japan with us. She did not get to see what we are about to tell you guys, but she gets to hear it firsthand. So... We're also going to split our Japan stories into multiple different episodes because we just got too much to talk about. But this episode is talking about the strip theater. Yes. So it was not a strip club. It's a strip theater, which I have never heard of before. Um, but apparently in Japan, sexuality and the business of sex work runs very, very differently. So first, I would like all of us to explain what we thought it was going to be. Dakota actually came up to get tickets with us and then ended up leaving because she had to do a work thing. Um, but first, Key, could you tell me what you thought it was going to be? Because he'd actually done some research. I had looked into this not at all. All right, well, what I'd heard online is that it differs from a regular strip club, like you'd imagine in the Western world, um, and that it's a show. You don't, like, go there and buy drinks and, like, tip people on the stage. You pay one set fee. You go there. You watch girls perform. And that's, what that's did like, you think the performance would be? That's, I, I had no real idea. I thought it was going to be nudity. Um, I ended up talking to one of my Japanese friends, and he said that he thought there was only going to be boobs showing, which was not the case. They showed everything. Um, but that's that's also just mirrored in, like, anime porn and stuff. They're not allowed to actually show genitalia. They always, like, blur it out or block it out. So I thought it was just going to be, like, that same sort of thing okay, in so person. Okay, so thought we were going to get to see titties, Dakota. What did you think it was going to be like? Um, I, to be honest, I thought it was going to be pretty burlesque, like, kind of, 
a little bit more than PG. Like um, Vegasy sparkles and feathers. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, like a little bit of underwear, maybe a bit of excitement, but more of a show than um, an exhibition. Let's say. Yeah, I think I had not looked into it at all. I thought, how could this go wrong? It's a strip theater, and I like theater, and I've been to strip clubs that have been fun. So yeah, I thought it was gonna be more like dance choreography sexy burlesque maybe some poles involved but that it was just gonna be like a little bit more modest they would keep on their lingerie because japan is a very classy place to be um turns out that was not at all the case key could you tell me what your first impression was okay wait first before this this was like the highest rated strip <laughs> theater in japan as far as i could find yeah we're in, we're in tokyo and if this is as good as it gets I have some concerned thoughts, but we'll get to those later. Wait, that being said, it looks like there are some other burlesque shows, so I don't know. They might be a little bit different, but the one we went to was uh, was interesting. So, what were your first impressions? Uh, the venue was a little bit more outdated than I would have imagined. A little um, seedy. Yeah. On the edges. Yeah. Um, what about the first floor? <laughs> yeah, we oh, first walked oh, actually, into the wrong floor. We got off the, the elevator, went to the front desk, and we're like, hi, we're here for no, no, the we show. Like, we went to, like, the sixth floor. We went all the way to the top, and then I, there's, like, a pile of books, so I think it might have been, like, a place to, like, look at manga and, like, hentai, like, the, the anime porn, and just, like, jerk off in, like, your own private room or something. I don't know. <laughs> but the guy at the front desk looked very aware that we were on the wrong floor and was like, ah, the strip show. It's the other way. So we went back down the elevator and ended up in the right building, which was already a weird building, so... Yeah, six floors are strange. <laughs> so another thing, just to give you an idea of how this works, there's four shows per day, and each one is, like, two-hour intervals apart from each other. I think this show is probably, like, an hour and a half, like, 45 minutes intermission, and, 45 minutes. And to the best of our understanding, it's the same cast of girls who do this show... For, like, a month. And then after that <laughs> month, they switch out completely different cast, different acts. But how many times a day are they doing this show? Four times a day. So these girls have to do this entire two-hour show four times a day... Okay, anywho, Dakota, what were your first impressions when you walked in? Did it give you hope? <laughs> do, do you know what? In all honesty, nothing would surprise me. Considering, well, you you guys have been in Japan for like over a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a teetotal of three days. <laughs> and um, even from what I've seen in this short space of time, yeah, these guys don't hold back. <laughs> yeah, they go, they go pretty hard. So, yeah, first thing when I walked in was realizing that it was smaller than I thought it would be because normally theaters like Broadway shows or big theaters have like big opening galleries and these like nice gathering areas and this kind of felt like a hotel lobby it was a little bit strange um they also had a bunch of billboards and posters up that you are not allowed to record you're not allowed to like scream or cheer you can't eat um also on the website they say you can't touch them it's like very yeah obviously (laughs) you can't touch them um but yeah everywhere they were like no phones your phone should be off put away if we see your phone we're kicking you out which kind of makes sense but i was just i already felt weird that like you can't cheer for the girls and i was like but what if they do something awesome and you want to give them like a you like i mean people were fuck yeah well right but the fact that they say no cheering at a sexy show i was like okay maybe this is a red flag it's like a bit like an orange flag Ended up being a red flag. Did you guys try getting your phone out? Like, just no. Like, yeah. It Lily was not. To. She really wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to record for you guys because there is no way that you're going to believe what we're going to tell you. Um, but first, Key, could you explain to everyone who was this audience composed of? So there was like 90% older men. Maybe in their like 120s. Um, <laughs> like 70-year-old <laughs> Japanese men in business suits. Yeah. Not young party guys. There was a couple younger guys that came behind us at one point where like, drunk and talking and i think they got kicked out there was actually quite a few women more women than i would have imagined and more tourists than i met more white girls and all of us were making eye contact at one point and the audience being like do you see this too like one one girl actually fell asleep (laughs) like actually (laughs) like her head was like 
walked to the side. I checked on her and like five minutes later, she was still asleep. Like, I almost fell asleep. I also wanted to leave early at one point, but that's beside the point. Yeah, so it was mostly older guys who would clap politely like four times, like no longer than four claps. Like every time a girl came out or was announced, it would be like silence. So it's very polite. Yeah, like in a polite way. Like, yeah, like, and you're sitting and it's very quiet. Yeah, they um, all had jackets over there. Laughs, which is kind of a little bit strange. <laughs> I don't think they were touching themselves, but it, it was like. A weird I mean, can you at seven too? Is that is that? Okay? Yeah. Okay, so I'll let you go first, and then I'll just pop in as we go. But could you roughly explain, rather, what the shows were like, or what your favorite part was first? Oh, what well, my favorite part? Okay, first, uh, just to give you another idea of the audience size, it's like a hundred people, mm-hmm. and it was pretty full. Like, when we first got in there, there was still some spaces, but by the end, it was completely booked. There was, like, not any room. Yeah, and the um, stage kind of sticks out in the middle of the room. So there's, like, a main stage area, and then this kind of, like, peninsula that sticks out. So the girls are actually very close to you. Um, yeah, you're kind of, like, like right next to them, looking up at them. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was crazy. So, like, just to give you an idea of the act, they'd go out there as a group. There would be, like, five people at one time doing, like, a dance, like, maybe dressed up as Power Rangers, maybe dressed up as Powerpuff Girls, something like that, like really odd kind of things to be da- like dressed up as and they do a little dance not super high quality and then at one point the main girl would like break off and um she might even <laughs> change on stage into a completely different outfit like a sheer outfit she got there and she'd like slowly take her clothes off but at the very end of the little peninsula there uh there was like a rotating stage and she would like <laughs> she took her clothes off and then she just like hit a pose for like 20 seconds so like everyone could see her as she's rotating around and, and then not she a flattering pose. pose like no, imagine the best way i can explain this if I was kneeling on the ground and then I stick like one leg out to the side and then I lean my head back as far as I can so that like your pussy is rotating to the audience but your butt is all like crinkled up behind you and then they had a couple different poses that were all like equally unflattering. One, they would just like spread their legs like a full spready to the gods and just hold it for a minute as this table like slowly rotated them around the entire audience and every time the vagina was faced toward the part of the audience, these men would politely clap. So every time there's, like, an asshole, the men would be like, <laughs> and then silence. <laughs> and and this was the biggest thing for me. All, not all, like, 90% of these acts, the girls were looking sad. Like, the character play that they're meant to do is sad. So they would open their vaginas to the sky and then start crying. Yeah, two of the girls cried. Like, there were, like, literal yeah, tears coming down real their Real tears. Yeah, but yeah. it's on command. Like, they don't look like they're being you know, raped or pressured or, or trafficked or anything. Like, these girls are being paid and, and whatever. I don't think they're very good at what they do. But, like, the men clearly want them to look like they're bereaved. So there were all these acts, very sad music, and, you know, they've just killed their lover, and now they're, like, showing their asshole to the gods and crying. Yeah. And then they would clap. Okay, so we were discussing, like, what that cry might be, because my first initial thought was, like, maybe it's, like, tears of joy, because I heard they do this when they're having sex, too. Like, they like to, like, cry or the guys like them to cry (laughs) but uh, lily has a different take on that yeah to me it didn't look like ecstatic like i'm so horny i'm in tears because i love my life (laughs) it was and also i think the music had a big part to that because obviously a lot of the music is in japanese and it's very traditional yeah the costumes are very strange um but it's you could get enough context clues from being like you know there's like a lesbian kind of dance scene i think all these the girls with short hair are meant to be men but she, like, strangled her lover and then is crying and kind of, like, grabbing at herself in this very upset way. Oh, there's one girl who got, like, possessed. There's, like, a whole exorcism scene where she's, like, rolling around on the floor and, like, her body's all contorted. And then, like, she rips off, like, her G-string and all of them have furry pussies. 
All except oh, no, one. one. One girl didn't. There's one more modern girl. But okay, but the only other thing is like they're shaved underneath. They We're just they just ahead. have like they all have bushes. I think that's just in fashion here. It just where does it thing. start? Where does it end? Starts um, like, you know, like below navel, ends before So like anything. from the top of the pussy lips, like the beginning of the opening of your outer like labia majora, it goes up and it, there's just a strip. It's like the size of like oh, and they I'm so sorry, the like a chicken too. nugget or something. It's like a little two inch patch of really long straight black silky hair it almost looks like it's been blow dried and very well kept and never trimmed a day in its fucking life but everything else is hairless like their legs their armpits their asshole everything is perfect and then they just have these like super silky fluffy bushes um which was weird and it was weirder that they were sad and in slow motion and not moving it's not like these girls are erotically dancing and like being powerful they would just like, expose a nipple and then just stay there for, like, 40 seconds. Also, their facial expressions were super weird. <laughs> like, the one girl that, like, was more modern, she kept on looking at us. She like, liked us. But every time she looked at us, she, like, made, like, the worst face. It was, like, so awkward. And, like, I don't know if that's what they like here. Like, maybe that's, like, a good face here. But they, like, they it, were really, like, I feel like it's tense. the equivalent of, like, in America or Canada. If you're at a strip club and a stripper likes you and is making a lot of eye contact with you and, like, gives you a wink. Like, I see you. I like that you're in the audience. Like, thank you for being here. But this girl kept locking eyes with us. And she would, like, scrunch up her face. It, I'm so sorry, but it's like if someone has a big poop or, like, if they're trying to hold in the fart, that kind of a, the tension that you'd imagine in their face. And then she'd, like, smile at us. So she'd, like, relax and then do it. And then relax her face and then scrunch it again. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was super strange. And all the girls did it. This is, like, yeah, a thing everyone. that they've clearly been trained to do because the audience wants you to scrunch up your face, like, with your pussy out. So, I, 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 it's interesting. <laughs> I really wanted to see what Japanese sexuality was like. And I feel like a lot of these... Oh. I feel like going to this place, you're kind of seeing a glimpse of what it's actually like for Japanese people. Like, what they're actually into. So, obviously, these facial expressions and this crying in the bush, like, that's just something that they enjoy. You know, it feels weird to us being from a Western culture, but this is obviously something they like because it was pretty sold out. So, I have other questions, but to go back, what was your favorite part? If you had to pick a most memorable anything slightly erotic that happened some of the girls were not bad looking on a scale of one to ten what does that mean oh i don't know what do you mean on a scale of one to ten everyone <laughs> knows what that scale is on a scale of one to ten uh, there's like some sixes sevens yeah the the best girl the one who was but, like the power puff girl I, i'd give her a six i, I guess for me though it's it, like the the best most exciting part was that they were like foreign and exotic to me because you know i haven't been around japanese girls that much it's not something i've oh here was one interesting thing none of them had boobs and i don't know if that's just like a casting preference or if that's an audience preference but none of the girls had more than like an a cup and there was quite like an age range like some of them looked like they're in their 20s one of the women was definitely in her 40s and looked like a mother like her this just the way her body looked looked like she has had some kids before but all of them had zero boobs maybe that's just a preference here no, they had some little ones but yeah, they like, weren't that's, huge that's consistent with sex shops though no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. no, some of, there's some of the anime is like no, no, huge no, boobs. Yeah, but it's extreme either way. So I think that's the thing with the culture. It's taking things to the absolute extreme. Mm-hmm. It's either kind of that young, prepubescent looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the big tit anime girl. Yeah. Then. It just, it felt so different than what we're used to in America or most of the world where, you know, strippers can have like big fake tits or there's like a range you know we'll have some thick girls and some thin girls but this like they all pretty much look like the exact same size height body ratio everything and then the costumes would just change so that was your favorite part was just 
Just the exoticness see, of it. Seeing see, naked yeah, Japanese girls. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> had nothing reason. to do with the show. No. Um, my favorite part would probably be, other than leaving, um, <laughs> would be the, the Powerpuff girl. She was the only one who was kind of identifiable because she had dyed her hair blonde. Um, and she actually, she had a really good body, but she was the only act where she looked happy. She never did sad things. She had like upbeat music and she kind of came out and did this weird, like cheerleading routine in a skirt where she had like no underwear on. And then she had a, like a bubble gun where she was shooting like bubbles into the audience. And it was just very like, I don't know how to fucking describe it. Like little anime cartoon characters. She kept like punching the air and she was like crime fighting as a Powerpuff girl, but she actually looked happy to be there. And then she had some nice little choreo it still wasn't sexy to me like nothing about it was erotic but she at least looked like she was having fun performing yeah i feel like there was kind of two vibes you had like the the anime kind of vibe where it was like bright costumes and craziness and like a lot of sound effects or you had like (laughs) super traditional stuff where they're in like kimonos and like they're telling the story of japanese history or something i don't know there was like yeah they had swords at one point and they had a full like seven minute act in kimonos where no one gets undressed they're not dancing they're kind of just like wiggling a lot of that's some seaweed arms some, like, bells <laughs> yeah they had the bells they had big drums they had trumpets at one point that no one could play they were just pretending to play and trumpets at, at one point this this uh, japanese girl came and sat next to me like there was there was two japanese girls really that were, like, pretty yeah in, in like nice like white jackets like they look legit and they came and sat in front of us and then one of them came and like sat next to me and there was like open seats like everywhere and i was like what the fuck and there's like kind of a dude and i was like maybe she's a prostitute like i i, I kind of got this vibe that like they, they might be, like, trying to, like... Searching for clients. Because yeah, when I went yeah. to the bathroom, and that was when one of the, the really... And they were really pretty, like, well-dressed younger Japanese women. And one of them was right next to Key. Kind of, like, almost leaning on him. And I'm like, oh, like, why is she here? And then as soon as I came back and sat down, they, like, looked at each other. And they got up and they left. And I was like, oh, sorry. Like, did I just ruin your potential client? But yeah, that's a good way to go fishing Yeah, for there, there was the also, like, a dude connected with him, too. He seemed like, I don't know. He was kind of a bigger Japanese dude. So I was like, maybe maybe there's something there. I don't know. Yeah. It's not a bad place to look for clientele, though, if you're going to do that. Um, Key, what was your least favorite part? <sighs> if you could only pick one thing. Oh, do I have to be honest? or can Yeah. I... Oh, no. The world wants honesty. Guys, come on, you want to <sighs> tell the truth, right? Yeah, but my honesty is not super good. Um, it was the first act. I, I mean, it, like, all together was fine, but, like, the, the first act, she was just, she was pretty old. And it, it, it just made me a little... The one who was, like, 40? Yeah, she was, yeah, she was, like, late 40s. I don't know. It, was, it, it felt just, weird for me, too. Oh, it was... And uh, I just felt bad for her. Honestly, I was like, fuck, like, you shouldn't have to do that at that age, you know? Yeah, and her act was a, a sad one, too. So like, imagine was, someone who looks fine. like, like, your friend's mom, who's, like, crying yeah, on stage and crying. just, like, opening her pussy. And you're like, what? How is this sexy? Like, why are people? That was paying? hard for me. I don't know because, like, I, I like. You feel I, I'm bad also, for her. Like, part of me is also on like the go get it, girl. Like, you know, do what you want to do. Like, that's also that you can still be out there and be in your forties. Like, that's great if you feel empowered in that moment. But it was just, it just felt weird to me. Yeah, I, I feel like under different circumstances, like if they had a better choreographer or if the girls got to pick their own costumes, these acts could be fine. Like, there's nothing really wrong with these girls. But when you get that music and that's your choreo, you're gonna look really sad and dumb. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, wait, so that being said, like, we have friends who are in their 40s who are strippers who are fucking, fucking incredible and, like, so empowered. And I'm Trouble, stoked if you hear for this, them. we love you. You're fucking awesome. Um, but, like, this just wasn't that. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my least favorite part would be how much filler there was. So, for they'd be naked for maybe, like, 
two or three minutes out of like a 15 minute act. And they would all hit the exact same poses when they were naked. So it was like, you kind of do your weird little dance with like your umbrella and it wasn't a very good dance. And that's not me being like against their culture. It was just not well choreographed. And then they would go hit like the same four naked, really unflattering poses and then leave. So I just, I wish that they'd let each girl be like their own unique flavor. So one girl could be like the sassy one or like the cute one or like the powerful one and let them be different. But the fact that it felt like someone just kind of made them all fit the same box that was already not great to start with was disappointing to me as a performer too. Like I would not want to be put in a show where that was the level of care given to me as someone trying to put on a show. I guess one of the good things is that like after watching that, I feel like it could make a way better show. Like it (laughs) inspired me. Like, if it's sexual, uh, se- if it's a sexual show or if it's just a, a regular circus show or whatever the fuck it is, I feel like it could make something so much better than that. I really wish Dakota had been there because I feel like she would have had so much good shit to say. Um, I, I think she would have walked out. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you would have stayed. Time. You would have made it halfway through the first act and been it like, what? The Dude, oh my god, there was one point we were trying to like... It was worse. <laughs> no, we went to the world's worst museum. art museum today, too, but that's beside the point. Um... I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, there was one point where Lily was just, like, about to bust out laughing. Like, it was super inappropriate. It was right at the beginning. We were like, what the fuck? And, like, she was, like, so close to laughing. I was, like, about oh. to laugh, like, right in the intermission where there's, like, no one's talking. And, like, like people are, like, kind of clapping. It was, I felt really inappropriate. I feel like, but, like we're not so accurately describing how silly some of it looked. That these, like, grown women are in literally Power Rangers outfits with, like, plastic Halloween masks doing this really bad, like, crime fighting routine where they're, like pretend punching each other and like pretend falling on the floor and there's nothing sexy they're in like like plastic pants like nothing about it was erotic and they always had these funny slippers on too like the whole time to and then not they took leave. them off <laughs> oh yeah and then they would oh they would also change all of their costumes like on the stage so d- halfway through an act on the stage where everyone can see them they're like undoing a, like their laces and re-putting on their coats and like changing their clothes and it's taking like four minutes where there's no music <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck? This just feels sloppy. Like, but maybe that's erotic. Maybe in Japanese culture, they want it to be like, oh, a peep show. You're seeing someone dress and undress. But it's not cute watching someone like put leggings on. You know, like it's just the in-between felt messy. So do you think it's purposeful? Or do you think they also try to distract you? Like there were some other girls that came forward and were like dancing. So I think it was just like, oh, look, you can see her in the back, like. But it wasn't like the sexiest movement. They like they're just trying to like do it quickly. They're like, yeah. oh, they're like struggling take... to undo yeah, their like, stuff. They're trying like... to take their fucking like socky things off. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was like, maybe some guys like this. I don't know. But it was also it was weird because like all the dudes in there were like taking it so fucking serious. Yeah, we were you know the I mean? only ones who thought this was funny. Everyone else was Except for just... the other Western girl. Yeah, no. And any foreigners, we all kind of were looking at each other like, Are you seeing this? But all the local guys were really into it. It yeah i don't know it made me also feel like if this is the highest level of like erotic performance in japan maybe that's why this culture is so into anime porn and cartoons because that's where it gets good and this is nothing against the performers like i just don't think they were in a situation that was well equipped for them to well, give we'll, their gifts to the world we'll talk more about uh, anime porn and stuff yeah. in a later episode because that's that's a whole other issue that's very interesting and um, we're going to wrap this up in a second. Key, if you could change only three things about the show, what oh, would they be? Fuck. Quickly, fire You go away. first, you go first. Okay, if I could only change three things about the show, I would fire half the cast, uh, lovingly let them go, and use the raised money to hire hotter people. So instead of having like 17 people, and there were like eight people in the back who were just like drummers, like girls with short hair who were not particularly pretty, who were just like drumming and like moving fans around in the background. And I don't think that really added to the show. So I would just have like five 
really hot girls who can do multiple acts or maybe like duo acts and give them some good props. Like I don't also hire a choreographer, please, like a real one. So hotter girls, <laughs> fewer girls, uh, better acts and costumes that don't look as cheap. Because a lot of the costumes were like plasticky and had like threads hanging off. So as they're dancing, it's catching the light. It just looked like things weren't very well put together. But this was the best show you can go to. I don't know. Oh, I think there might be other shows. I don't know. I have to look it up. But Maybe this is we the need to go rated. to another one. On Google. On Google. Dakota's going to come to another rated. one. I'm busy. Fuck. <laughs> if you could only change three things, what would it be? Wait, first there's one other detail that was really funny. There's these guys that like threw the Oh the fucking streamers. The streamers. And they would like throw these streamers by hand and then they'd like almost hit the ground and they'd like whip them back all the way back to where they were standing. But but it was a bundle. It'd be like fifteen streamers and these like the staff, these like old Japanese dudes standing very visibly on the sides of the stages, but like in front of the audience, would throw these streamers and then just have to like stand there like wheeling them back and, and then and then once they wheeled them back they, they would they would them re-roll them and they just throw them like two minutes later so like the whole show there's this poor dude just like standing in the corner trying to like pull it <laughs> all in <laughs> while these girls are crying naked and on stage i, I looked and at, like, in the intermission like, i actually saw they have like a tool that like spins it but it's still like it was fuck dude i feel so bad for that dude just throwing the streamers all day and i don't think it added that much like for how much work and how distracting <laughs> it is to have these two guys just standing there like trying to re-wheel these fucking pieces of plastic up. It just felt so um so old school, you know? Like, I don't yeah. know, having worked in a bigger circus than that, like, there's machines that can do that for you. <laughs> also, to give one good thing to this show, because I know we're giving them a lot of hate, they had really good lighting. They had one of the most oh, impressive dude, lighting setups I've ever seen. They had an entire grid on the ceiling and an entire grid on the back wall and, like, multiple trained light guys who were, like, directing lights the whole time. They had fucking lasers. They had smoke machines. They had a disco ball that was, like, a huge one like the size of a dining room table that was spinning the whole time. The lighting was superb. Yeah, yeah I, I honestly, that that was that was a lot of money in lighting and, and everything. Like, the whole stage setup was really good. I, but you haven't answered the question. Okay. What are three things you changed? I don't know. It, it's hard. I, I don't know if I can think of three things, but there was one thing that I felt immediately, like, having come from the circus world. I just was like, man, it would be so much better if they had less people, but really good, solid acts. Like, imagine if there was a hand balancer who was naked. That would be or an epic. aerialist or, or an aerialist. actual pole dancer anything but like to see someone do something that like they're really good at and just be naked like that's what i crave from a, a show like i would love to see something that's worth watching with their clothes on and then just see it naked that to me would be like amazing talented Super, people they minus fucking the played crying. what minus the crying yeah minus the crying they can cry if they want to fucking I, cry as long as they're good at what they're doing cry i don't but know does that not make you feel kind of guilty like even if it's a performance and the girls are you know even just pretending to cry i feel like any arousal that I would feel then turns into shame because it's like I don't want to feel turned on by someone who's even pretending to be upset or hurt. Like I'm, I'm sure I mean, that's a king for some people. Yeah. Maybe it's a king of this whole fucking culture. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think that's the Japanese thing. <sighs> I think that's it. I think it's the shame. Yeah. I don't uh, mean, uh, yeah, Key had an epiphany on the train back home, which is that our sexuality does not belong in this country. Oh yeah, dude. I just this whole time. Okay, so like, uh, this is an, I don't know if we should do this in another episode. But... This is a separate episode, so he's not going to talk about it. But all right, all right. So we've been on Tinder, and the whole time we've only matched one person, and that person was a foreigner. So we haven't <laughs> matched anyone in Japan. This whole time I've been really interested in like Japanese culture and like coming here and like experience their sexuality, but I feel like they just it wouldn't fit here at all. I feel like. Western men are maybe a little bit too masculine, a little bit too overbearing, a little bit too... I don't, I don't think that's what they're looking for. They, Testosterone-filled? They, I feel like they really want like something soft and soft-spoken and not scary. And I don't know, it's... it's. Well, let's ask Dakota, because we were actually out at a club the other night, and many, many men were trying to get her attention for good reason, but 
what has been your general impression of, oh, I don't know how to say this without it sounding bad, but I know that she wanted to find a nice Japanese man to kiss for New Year's. She did not find one. Why did you not find one? I don't even come close. You were around a lot of Japanese men. Oh. She's around more Indian men than no. Japanese. The first, the first club where we were at was full of Japanese men. Why did you not make out with someone for the New Year's ball drop? <laughs> I don't want to be mean. No, no, do it, do it, do it. Um, you are anonymous. No. Anonymously, Dakota. I don't, I don't want to be an anonymous dick, though. Yeah, yeah you can be. Well, you can, they weren't your type. They um, were not what you were looking for. Do, do you know what? Okay, in every sense, like Japanese culture is crazy. Like, um, and it, this wasn't just with the guys, like with the girls. Like, everybody just went nuts. Like, even before midnight. Like, uh, do you know what it felt like? It felt like being at a school disco. Um, mm. Everyone felt super young. It just it just felt weird. It felt like we were own, in our own little anime sitcom. It, it just it didn't feel real. It felt like I was partying with a bunch of kids. Yeah, the behavioural, like, boundaries are very different. I think on, like, what's acceptable, especially in a drinking culture. Like, that's one thing I've noticed is that from day to day, people here are very polite and quiet and, like, respectful. And you kind of stay small and you don't make eye contact. And it's, like, a very, you know, polite society. But they like to fucking drink. Oh, my God. When they drink, they go hard. That is the only, like, consistent trash that I've seen around the streets of Tokyo is vomit on the sidewalks. Because people party so hard and then vomit on the way home, like, getting back from the train. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We will have a whole other episode about the sex stores and the the men and women here and yeah. the interesting things. This sounds super critical. I feel like I feel like we sound really critical. I don't really have a problem with it. I think that it's really cool and interesting. It's just very different than anything I've experienced and it's just like mm-hmm. kind of like I don't know, it hits you hard, you know? You're like, "Whoa, this is completely different." I I like I feel like the things that I've been doing in my life to make myself valuable as a man in don't western count culture. Here. <laughs> They don't give a fuck about that. They're like, no, those are negatives here in Japan. You know what I mean? The fact that you're, like, big and have muscles and tattoos here, like, you're not allowed to go into certain places with tattoos. Like, the girls do not look at Key at all because he, like, can have a beard. You're supposed to shave every single day. Like, we went to this big concert. It was a boy band. And, like, all these girls had, like, pictures of, like, these, like, really young... All the posters of the K-pop boys. And they look prettier than most girls. You know, they got, like, their eyeliner and their lip gloss. And they're super cute looking. But these are K-pop stars in their 30s who look like prepubescent like 12 year old boys and this is what these grown women are fawning over so the fact that he's walking through the crowd like they didn't even notice him which is so unusual for me like i know everyone's got different types but normally people at least like notice he's around these girls can't even see him too much testosterone it's very strange dakota do you have any notes on the lack of general testosterone in this particular city? any other things you've seen here in japan <laughs> that you've liked or disliked it's my first podcast and i don't want to be mean about japanese culture it's weird i really like it i really really like we love the pancakes we love the dumplings so much i love about japan yeah the culture is beautiful just don't come here if you want really powerful empowered erotic experiences from women or if you like men who have a lot of testosterone or or maybe maybe i don't know or if you have a different experience please let us know write to us leave us a comment Mm -hmm. Tell us about it because we haven't seen it. I'll, I'll, to be to be fair, there's also um, we have a friend in who's in the open poly sort of world, and she said that there's like a big swinger scene here. And I know the only thing is is that from locals or foreigners, 
from locals. So that's the thing is that foreigners can't really come and join into the sex scene here as far as I've heard. You have to have a Japanese partner or someone who vouches for you who speaks Japanese who's able to like tell you all the rules, you know. Yeah, sex workers won't work and... with foreigners. A lot of strip like other sexy venues won't let foreigners in. So there there might be a whole other scene that we're not seeing, but like we're just not allowed <laughs> yeah. to see. What's available publicly to tourists is, is Powerpuff Girls. So And even even that, nothing was in English there. We had to like search pretty hard to find that. No, apparently though, I was chatting to the bartender and earlier today, and uh, he was saying that a lot of every every marriage involves cheating. Basically, every guy is out at the love hotels sleeping with prostitutes. Like it's a common thing, and the wives accept it. Yeah. And I didn't think that would like because Japanese culture is like so traditionally polite. so polite, so respectful. Comes it's out the in other complete ways. opposite of what of what I expected. Is everything that kind of traditional Japanese culture goes against. But yeah, apparently it's really normal that non-monogamy is... Like, monogamy just doesn't exist there. Yeah, there's a, a TikTok that I saw, or like a, a Instagram video where this guy goes around, he just like, like asks non-conventional questions to people on the street. He asks about like tattoos and everything, but he asked a bunch of girls like, do you consider it cheating if your husband or boyfriend goes to a prostitute? And like 80% of the girls... We're like, no, that's not cheating. Like, he needs to get his needs met. And I was like, whoa, what the Japanese fuck? Japanese girls don't consider it cheating if it's with a professional sex worker. Yeah, Apparently. with a professional sex We could be wrong. It was from a TikTok. Uh, there, was, there was definitely some girls who, who didn't feel that way. But, like, it was interesting watching this video. And, like, a large majority were like, no, that's actually fine. Yeah, I've also heard... I'm so sorry if this is wrong. We haven't been here very long. That a lot of Japanese wives, it's considered normal that after you have your first baby, you don't have to have sex with your husband anymore. That... Yeah, I will double check this, but I swear I've heard of, of this multiple times, which is one reason why like outsourcing the task of like satisfying your husband is considered more acceptable because the woman's job is that like once you're taking care of the house and your primary job is to be a mother, you don't need to deal with like touching your husband's dick. And I'm sure that there's like different tra- traditional values tied up in that, but that could be one reason why like, sure, honey, go to the sex worker, you know, get your stuff met and then go provide for the family could be the way that it's set up. Interesting. Um... Weeping back to final thoughts, Key, would you recommend that our listeners go to this particular show? If you're looking for an interesting experience in Japan, cultural, great. If you're looking to get, like, turned super on. turned on, I don't know about that. Like, the Western clubs are definitely better. The ones that I've been to are, like, definitely more erotic to, to me, to my sensibilities. But it's an interesting cultural experience. If you want to see a Japanese girl that's naked, that's probably one of the easier ways to do it. Dakota, would you I'm busy. recommend? <laughs> are you are you sad that you missed out? Oh man, I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. I think <laughs> if you hear this episode and you know what you're going into and you're just gonna have a good laugh, maybe have like a drink or two beforehand and just be like, this is gonna be weird. That's fine. But yeah, like he said, don't oh, go into it yeah. expecting it to be powerful and erotic. One other thing one thing that I did like about this that I don't like about American clubs is in American clubs, you're expected to like tip and buy drinks and there's like kind of like a pushy vibe, but this like you're paying an entry fee and then you, you just get to sit there. You know, it's not like, well, you are required to sit there quietly and politely. Yeah. I think I also, if, if you're in your, if you're in like fifties yeah. or sixties, yeah, go for it. Fuck. Yeah. Like why not? You know, you may as well have that experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think one other note I want to throw out there is that I think we are more biased than most people, but that's also because we've worked with some of like, the biggest productions in the world at festivals and at clubs and like you know we do a lot of big work with high budgets for the costumes and the hair and the makeup and the lighting and the choreography so what we come to expecting from a show i think is a little bit harsher like if you're just a regular person 
you know, they dance and there's props and there's music, so it's fun. Um, You've just ripped the shit out of Japan's ten hottest melts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if if they put me in charge for a little bit, I I would I would change some things. But you know, we're here on a trip. It's the culture. That was it. Key, any final thoughts before no. we sign off? Yeah, just okay. let us know if you've had different experiences. I want to know if like I'm I'm experiencing this. Yeah, if we're full of shit, please let us know. Okay. Right. Until next time. You. 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 <laughs> you sound like a cat. <laughs>